Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. All right, hello everyone. This is uh, Mike with BeastNet, and I'm sitting here with Elise Howlett and Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> um, yeah, we're here to have a fun little episode about WCO and Jesse and Elise. Woohoo! Elise Elise Fitness! That's right. Yep. WCO! Yep. 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 Cool. So, what do you guys got? I saw you write down a list. I didn't really read it though. Yeah, because <laughs> we're trying to be organized. <laughs> um. What, the 17th is the next uh, next event that you're going to be leading? Yes. Yes. So March 17th this month, so it's a week from right now when we're recording this, um, is the next WCO workout. It's the first one of the season. Or, the, yeah, the what's season. What's special about that day? Um, it's St. Patrick's Day. Yes. So um, when you come, not if you come, but when you come to the event, um, make sure you wear something green. If you have to wear rain gear, wear it. But... Rain We're gear? Be there yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, we will be there Rain, regardless snow. of the weather. You're there. Um, so just make sure you're there. Um, the event starts at 11:30. It's at Westcrest Park in um, West Seattle. There's some uh, details on the Facebook page about how to get there, but I will give you some advice. If you get to a place where there's not a U-Haul and not a big open field, you went to the wrong side of the park. <laughs> I Absolutely. speak from experience. <laughs> yeah, I've done that too. Yeah, yep. so um, you're gonna want to go um, through West Seattle, take Trenton or Eighth, uh, take Trenton up to Eighth, and it's right there. You'll see big U-Haul, and all of the obstacles are also a really good indicator that you're in the right spot. Yep, about 11:30. <laughs> yep, 11:30. Show up early if you want, but no, do show up early. So 11:30 is when the workout starts. So I would advise you to be there about 20 to 30 minutes ahead of time so that you can get checked in. Make sure you have your waiver signed. Um, hydrate, stretch. We're going to get you warmed up, but just don't be Find late. Parking. Yeah, parking. Um, parking try to carpool if you can. Um, as usual, with anywhere in Seattle, you want to carpool. But um, don't be late. I'm just I'm going to say it once. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. The first event of the year. Um, put a lot of work into it. <laughs> what Mike's gonna be there, right? I'll be there, yeah. All right, I'm always there. It's beautiful. Yeah. I have to be there. Betting won a free. Oh, that's right. He, he won a free entry, so yeah. I've got to be there so the kid can work out. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's gonna be a blast. I always love Jesse's workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great. I, I like I said, I love the events. So there's always something new. There's always something to learn. Um, I haven't been one that, that Elise was running yet, but I'm looking forward to see, you know, her style and how she's going to punish us. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or punish us. Punish, punishment, punish, I guess. Punish. Some people use that term. I, I don't punishment. think of fitness as punishment at all, so I don't just, I, whatever. Yeah, you're not yeah. as big as me yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and that's, that's what I love about these events is, like, is the trainers. Because, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's not my workout. I just build everything mm-hmm. and assemble it and make it happen, and then the person that actually gets the credit of the event is the trainer yeah and most of the trainers all the trainers that i've dealt with it you know jesse's events and i've been going to jesse's events for a while it, they make sure that everyone can do it mm-hmm. everyone right. that's there if you're my level of fitness or at least his level of fitness we can all do you everyone mm-hmm. can do it right um so it, it's amazing it's awesome like last yeah. year with uh, jasmine's kid oh juju. yeah juju. I love juju that kid can <laughs> that kid was a just beast. keep rolling yep. He just got up and like started doing the obstacles by himself. No one was lifting much. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Fine, I'm just gonna do it myself." Right. Well, he, he takes after his mom. Oh yeah, you know, he's he goes crazy. and gets it and oh. just 
he was all about, like, it. one foot for every year that he was old, which yeah. was about four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he killed it. <laughs> cool. So, so what future events do you have? Um, the next one will be the weekend before the Seattle race on the 7th mm-hmm. um, of April. The event will be on the 7th, not yes. the race. <laughs> yes. The, the event will be the 7th so that you can get ready for the race the yeah, next weekend. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and the, the location might change. Yeah. So the details will be re- released um, after this. You know, mm-hmm. so Like all, all the information can be available on um, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, um, what, Tumblr, and just about everything. Is it West media. Coast Obstacles? Yes. Just West Coast Obstacles for all of them? Yep. Twitter is um, WC. Oh, WC Obstacles okay. is what it is. Okay. I just want to make sure the listeners yeah. can find you. Yeah. I mean, on Facebook and Instagram, which seem to be the two biggest platforms where we get the most response, um, West Coast Obstacles on Facebook, and then at West Coast Obstacles on Instagram. Yeah. Right. Yep. And that's West Coast Obstacles, but what about finding Beast? Beast Elite. Um, well, so I have my Facebook page, which um, I update. In conjunction with my Instagram, I could just link them together, so it's really just easy. Um, it's Beast Elise Fitness. So, um, and then Instagram is at Beast Elise Fitness. So it should be pretty easy. I have my personal pages too. It's my name, you know, it's Elise Howlett. Um, and I post a lot more personal stuff on that one. Um, sorry. Well, the clock's not as <laughs> two o'clock. It so. is two o'clock. <laughs> For anybody that wasn't know, we are recording at 2 o'clock. So. <laughs> that was one of those details you just don't want to miss out on. Yes, yes. But hey, it's only church. 2. It could have been 12. It could have been. That was it. going on quite yeah. a bit. So. Um, so as far as events go, um, we have the next event going on on Saturday, the 7th of April. Um, and a lot of people go, you know, oh, it's the weekend before the race. Um, it's That's the perfect time to do your last push because it should be right before your – if you are – trying to taper some people don't and that's fine you know it just depends on your fitness level but when you're when you're trying to push yourself through these events that's actually the perfect time to get in your last big workout uh before you go into a race so then you can kind of push there take a few recovery days and then just coast into your run um for your race the next weekend so you should definitely come it's going to benefit you (laughs) i guarantee it absolutely no and it'll be fun it's you know like we said i mean i've been to quite a few events with jesse (laughs) <laughs> um, multiple locations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was there for the old location. Yeah. Um, That's right. And, and they've always been fun. They, they've always been a blast. They've always been good. Like I said, they're good for any any level of fitness. Um, yeah. I mean, what is there anything else you wanted to say about the about the event? About the events. Um, I could talk a little bit about the event we have coming up since it's you know next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> do Give you want to little... do you want to say anything real quick about it? Um. Well, there's been a couple of things that uh, we're gonna. It's gonna be more um, publicized. There's gonna be a lot of media there, and like, preferably everybody registers online. You know, yeah, just mm-hmm. because it it makes everything flow a lot better. Mm-hmm. But we're definitely be growing, and there's gonna be some more changes this year. So, I mean, if there's anybody out there that has any ideas that wants to reach out to me, oh yeah, and for whatever reason, if somebody cannot financially afford to do this thing. I don't want them set at home. I want them to personally reach out to me, Jesse PNW, or Jesse WCO. I'm not hard to find. Contact me, and we can make it happen. Especially if you need to bring your kids and you can't afford to bring your children. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's amazing too. Is I mean, you've always been. You're trying to build the business, but at the same time, you're not taking away from 
the people. Mm-hmm. You want to help the people. You're right. all about, and that's what I love about WCO is it's all about helping the people. Right. You know, and, and that's what I think is just awesome. I mean, so. that's why I started the company is from when I did my Spartan race, it like totally changed my life. And I want to be able to, I came up with a concept of how to make that possible for other people to reach that, you know, because there wasn't anything out there to get me prepared for a Spartan race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I could go to an iron gym or a CrossFit gym and, all those things were combat gyms I was in boxing for a while and none of that stuff is really associated with it so why not you know and that is what's good I mean because that's one of the things that you know I've mentioned to a lot of people my first race was the Montana Beast I had no idea what to expect I had no idea I had done Mud Factor I'd done Survivor I'd done some of those littler ones and I'd done half marathons so I'm like oh well this will be easy no problem piece of cake (laughs) Nine and a half hours later, well, this was a stupid idea. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. This will be year number four. But, but it's one of those things. I didn't have anything like WCO where I could have gone to first and said, oh, well, these obstacles are a little more than I was expecting. You know, maybe I should train this way or that way. I had no idea or any right. knowledge of what I needed to train for. Like the rope climb. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people I've seen go to CrossFit gyms and they climb the rope wrong and then they come down it and they end the race with a giant rope burn on the back of the leg yep. yeah I don't know why it's taught like that but then again I don't go to CrossFit maybe if I did I would know why they do it wrong um <laughs> well it's, it's wrong for what we're going for yeah right. it's different for what they're going for uh, you know they ropes, have a different goal rope, but hey I'll learn someday when I show up at a CrossFit gym <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> when yeah but you know, there's just different aspects like that, that, and a lot of experience you get from people that do the races that you can only get from people that do the races. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's, it's kind of cool. You know, I, I mean, I, I spent so much time building the whole thing, and I sit back and I watch and observe it. You know, and I really, really like seeing all the people. Everybody smiles. The kid, people that show up with their kids, usually they're shy, you know, and they back away. And there's something like magical that happens within 10, 15 minutes. Is they forget their parents are there. And they forget their children. Yeah. They're yeah. just like on this plane with all of us. And Oh, yeah. Well, well it's like you mentioned, you know, Juju. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Last year, you know, Juju was, all of us knew where he was at. Mm-hmm. It, it stopped being <laughs> about who was the parent and it started becoming a community. Right, right. Where, you know, and it was, and it sounds weird because we're only there for a couple hours, but it did. It became a community. Oh, yeah. And everybody was watching, you know, Juju. Everyone was helping Juju. And Juju's helping you. And it's like that. all the I kids. I love that kid. You know, yeah. and, I, and I just use Juju because that's one everyone knows. But I mean, I noticed it with other kids too. They became, it just became a mm-hmm. huge community. Mm-hmm. And people who'd never met each other, you're helping them over a wall, you know, and it's, that's what's amazing is the community aspect. I mean, yep. you get that whole feeling that is you don't always get other places. Right, place. and it's a totally safe environment. Like the cops, more than likely, always stop by mm-hmm. because it's so unusual for something like this to be going on in the neighborhood. Yeah, and they always stop by, and they just like they love it. They yeah. see people running around, and the kids running around, and what a better thing to then bring in the community together. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a totally beautiful environment. So it's amazing. Oh, it, is. it is. It's an amazing environment, and just amazing amazingly put together and great people and this year we're going to try and reach out to more communities you know and Mm -hmm. start reaching out to other neighborhoods Mm -hmm. so i mean like again if there's anybody out there that wants to um, participate in this and wants us to show up in their neighborhood please reach out yeah Yeah. reach out for sure oh i think it'd be a great thing all over the place so Mm -hmm. i mean just keep expanding it and keep going yeah absolutely let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor 
Grays Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors. If you work up a sweat, Grays Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. And we're back. Um, so let's hear about your uh, a little bit about your story, Elise. Yeah. My story. Well, what do you want to know? Well, we want to know who's Elise. Who's Elise? Who is Elise? Okay. Um, well, I mean, that's something I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hey. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of background on me. Um, this is my... It should be my fourth season racing. I'm counting it as my third because I had to take last year off pretty much for um, after my surgery. Um, And I won't get into detail too much about that because I could go on for a while about everything I've learned about myself through that journey. But um, if you ever want to know, just come find me. I'll tell you all about it. Um, It's one of those things people might want to know a little bit. I mean, it's there's a lot of people going through similar. That's true. Similar situations, and I've seen so many people that have stopped doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, like. Well, I had to have knee surgery. I'm mm-hmm. out forever. Well, no, you're not. You're out until your knee feels better. Yeah. I mean... Well, right, so, right. I mean, it's like two big, huge things have happened in the last four years. It was me coming to my, my wit's end with my health. And, you know, previously, because um, I quit smoking in 2013. Yep. Um, Which is an amazing thing. Yeah. I mean, I was a pack-a-day smoker. I was drinking five, six days a week. Uh, I had 60, 70 extra pounds on me that I really didn't need. Um, and, uh, I was just in a bad spot, you know, and, and I had pushed myself so hard through my education and I, f- I was feeling so unfulfilled. I was like, you know, I worked so hard to become a nurse. I'm a nurse, by the way. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I wanted to help people so bad, but I wasn't allowing myself, I wasn't taking care of myself yeah. first. So I started working out with a friend. I got all these people together to go to a Spartan workout, and they all bailed on me the night before. But I went anyways, and I went from my little town of Anacortes down to Seattle. I was terrified because I was by myself. I didn't know a single person. And I met um, Lisa Ann, who's on the Beast team. Right, oh, And she, Ann. yeah, she's amazing. And she introduced me to, like, Andrew and, you know, a few of the, the Beasts that were at that workout. And then it, I was able to become part of a community that, you know, spoke about all the things that were going on with OCR. And it was not a lot going on in our area at that time still, you know? I mean, no. 2013, 2014 was a pretty... 2014 was still a pretty sparse time. There weren't mm-hmm. very many races at all. And yeah, it's definitely a growing industry. Oh, yeah, it's, it's grown so young. much. Yeah. And all the people who are getting into it now, I'm like, yeah, you're really lucky because when I first started doing this, there, I mean, you had to travel to do this, right, you know? Right. So, I mean, now we've got all these local OCRs. It's amazing. It's just boomed so much. So, mm-hmm. But over the course of like a year, year and a half, I think it was, um, lost 50 pounds and started started running I started you know doing like body weight stuff and just working out every day I I just found this love for movement it it just it reignited that fire in me Mm -hmm. Uh, my first race was um Washougal it's when the when they called it Washougal still in uh it's still Washougal yeah it's Washougal yeah like your shirt says Spartan Race Portland Washougal yeah the Portland part no (laughs) um so that was 2015 and I just, I knew as soon as I, like, I 
I remember Jesse was there right before I started. I was so in my own head. I was just so psyched out about it, like so excited, but so nervous. And I had my headphones in and I'm just spaced out like, oh my God, what am I doing? Why am I out here? This is ridiculous. I'm going to die. And he's like, he just smacks me. He's like, hey, get out of your head. Let's do this. And I just went out there and like, I just had so much fun. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done. Yeah. Um, I came out of that thing bruised, but I wasn't as fit as I thought I was either, you know? No. And it just... It careened me onto this path since then. I moved to Seattle, uh, changed jobs, I started coaching, I started getting... I found out that I... I found out... I discovered about myself that I really, really, truly love sports medicine and want to go into, you know, physical therapy or massage therapy, something that's therapeutic, and, uh... Yeah... I had a had a little bump on the way where I had some torn cartilage in my right hip I had repaired in December 2016 and uh, that definitely slowed down my goals of um, you know competing um, but we're getting there <laughs> but it didn't stop you it didn't it didn't no it was something that I fought a lot too there were so many days where I couldn't do anything that seemed so simple to me. You know, here I am, I've, I've run three races in a weekend and then continued to backpack for a week after that. I've, you know, run back to back. I've done coaching. Uh, I'll run five, six miles a day. I'll run to work and back. Like I'll do all these things that, that make me feel alive. And then suddenly it's like, it's gone. And it's like, yeah, it'll come back eventually. You know, um, it was predicted that I would come back a lot faster. And when I didn't, I really beat myself up about it. Um, it was really, really, it was the, one of the hardest, one of the hardest things I've ever done. So, and, and that's what I think a lot of people don't realize is injuries can take so much out of you. I mean, it's, everyone knows, I mean, I shattered my foot two uh-huh. years ago yeah. and I'm still trying to come back from that. Yeah. Um, and part of it's my own fault. Mm-hmm. You know, like I keep saying, this is my year, no excuses. I'm not going to make excuses this year. I'm going to just fix it and go. Um, but yeah, an injury is the hardest thing because you get to a certain point and then all of a sudden you can't do that anymore. Yeah. It's like, I did this last week, but I can't do it now because... That is the hardest part. And that is the hardest part. And it's really hard to get out of your own head after that. Mm-hmm. Well, and so you're that. in your own head by saying, oh, I'm not going to make excuses. I'm going to go. Your injury and listening to your body isn't an excuse. It's you no. being accountable with yourself. Yes. And that's the most important thing you can do for yourself. It is. And, that, and that's the hardest part, though, is finding that balance. Yeah. Because it's like I've said before, it's like you get injured, it's like, oh, my foot's broke, mm-hmm. guess I can sit on the couch and eat potato chips. Right. But that's not the answer. The answer yeah. is my foot's broke, what can I do with my upper body until my foot gets better? Potato chips are the answer. No. Yeah. What other options can I do to continue my journey without re-injuring my foot? Totally. You know, and, and that's where a lot of people made their mistakes, and that's where I made mistakes, is I'm like, oh, like I said, oh, my foot's broke, well... Guess I gotta eat potato chips now. Yeah. But that's not the answer. You you don't. You, the answer is never sit on the couch and eat potato chips. It's mm-hmm. like oh, foot's broke. Right. Well, I can still do push-ups. Mm-hmm. I can do knee push-ups. Right. You know, I can do whatever as long as I don't put that pressure on my foot. I can still do all these things. And you have to allow yourself to. Exactly. You yeah. have to allow yourself to adjust and continue to work out. Mm-hmm just in new ways right you know and that's where i think a lot of people make mistakes that's where i make mistakes you know and i mean it's that's one thing i've noticed with you you've you've still found ways to you haven't gained back that weight no and that's where i you know i gained back all my weight Mm -hmm. because of my injuries and because of my own mental it's your headspace yeah Yeah. my own mental problems of deciding of how to deal with it and i dealt with it wrong and that's what's amazing is you've been able to keep the physical fitness i tried i've got i've come back now 
but there was a good portion where so going into it you know you think like oh it's your hip so you can still do upper body things well where like anatomically where my repair was needed and where all of my scar tissue is built up and the muscles that it's affected was all of my core stabilizers so I actually still had a hard time like even trying to hollow my body out to do pull-ups or push-ups from my knees or um, single leg balances or anything like I could not do those Um, and there was a period of about four months where literally my doctor was like you need to let this heal longer it's not like if you keep pushing you're going to tear it again you're going to have to have surgery again it's still not healed there's a fray you know (laughs) what I had done was my cartilage was repaired with a stitch and then I have two I have three metal pins that um, were used to tap the cartilage basically back into place. So it creates the vacuum of my hip. So if I move the wrong way, it'll pop or it'll lock up and it's very, very painful. So then I have to stop and like regroup. (laughs) It's a lot better now, but I mean, that was happening before my surgery. It still happens. It's just not as bad. And I have like lower back problems now too. So what people don't realize is after an injury, like you have to continue to do your stabilizing stuff Mm -hmm. and your core, like your base work every single day. It is monotonous. It is boring as hell. You don't want to do it. You want to go to bed instead or something. No, take the 10, 15 minutes to do those exercises because it makes a world of difference. Right. And it starts you, if you keep consistent, you don't get to like, make up all the work like yeah what are you now you're 20 i'm 25 25 yeah i'll be 26 in july Woo-hoo. you keep consistent with it Young you won't have to be like our age me and mike's age and starting the, the journey of your fitness because yeah it's a, whole, it's a such a bigger road you know mm-hmm. and that's the thing is a lot of people don't realize it's kind of something you set as a young age because mm-hmm. yeah. the one thing is it's like uh they had a thing last month like uh, the beast had a thing where you know do 100 push-ups a day yeah and i'm thinking in my head like who the who would do 100 push-ups in a day? That's just stupid. But then I think back and I'm like, but when I was a teenager. I would have done that. My, yeah, yeah. My, my nightly routine was 100 push-ups, 100 squats, and 100 sit-ups. Yeah. That's Not what I mine. did every night before I went. Yeah. <laughs> no, yours is a very, no. very interesting story. <laughs> every night before I did the, yeah. went to bed, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, and everyone's like, how did you graduate high school 140 pounds? I'm like, because that's what I did. I every was dedicated. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, plus I played racquetball, I played tennis, mm-hmm. I was mountain biking, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. But then I was 20 when mm-hmm. I blew my knee. Yeah. And then it all went. You and know, you didn't, went, you didn't keep away. that tone for no, yourself. Exactly. I yeah. didn't keep that tone. I blew my knee. By the time two years later, my knee was healed. I could finally start doing that stuff again. Now I'm 40 pounds bigger. Yeah. I don't want to do that now. And it just, it snowballs. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've got to try and stop. And. You know, I basically did the exact same thing six years ago. I dropped 90 pounds mm-hmm. down to two, you know, 190, was doing great, blew my knee again. All of a sudden, I'm 250 again. Yeah. You know, and that was my own fault. And that's mm-hmm. what I've got to learn to, you know, and every, a lot of people have to learn is how to deal with that and yeah. continue the workout. And not beat yourself up about it, though, is recognize it, find the community that supports you, yep. and utilize that. Like, with me being able to start running again, finally, sharing my running program with you so that we can kind of keep each other accountable that's the sort of community that we've become a part of and that's the sort of community that we continue to breed too yeah and that's just it is i mean getting in that community and getting someone to hold you accountable Mm -hmm. you know if you got that friend that's texting you every night so how quickly did you do your mile today and you're like uh well i haven't done it yet (laughs) i guess you better go do it you know and i mean it's just it's that kind of stuff and i mean trying to do it in a way that isn't 
negative mm-hmm. to keep the person positive you know yeah you know, that's one thing i found is you know oh well you haven't done it today why not yeah it's more of a question how let's fast did you get today well i haven't okay well you know go ahead and do it you know yeah let's see how you do that let's see how you do so. yeah, you got to get your your reasons right though first and True. your purpose True. yes i mean it, there's you got to be way more motivated than just okay i want to lose 25 30 pounds because once you do that you, you just reach that threshold and now what do you do with yourself yeah. The purpose, the whole intent is to just change your lifestyle, mm-hmm. and you're going to lose that weight no matter when or where. It's going to eventually happen, and it starts with like we'll go back to our headspace. It's how totally. we think, our mindset, and yeah. that's why we gain weight, we lose weight. That's why we eat potato chips, we drink too much, or we mm-hmm. smoke too much, or we yes. turn to drugs, you know, or women or boys, you know, or no. men. We get in bad relationships because yeah. we just our headspace isn't healthy for us, and we don't want healthy things for us. We have to exactly. choose. You have to choose intrinsic goals. You have to choose right. things that are going intrinsic. to. I love yes, that word. it's a. a good word. I'm gonna have to look that up. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Extrinsic <laughs> goals are not sustainable because it's, it's not fulfilling to you. Yeah, I have true. a vast vocabulary. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was saying earlier about you know when I was a teenager and I did the the push-ups <laughs> and everything every night and everyone's like well why and I'm like well because I played racquetball I played tennis and I yep. and I was mountain biking. Mm-hmm. And I did all of that so that I could be better at playing tennis, playing racquetball, and mountain biking. And I think that's what it is now. Is for all of us, we've gotten to this community where we want to run OCRs. Yeah. We want to run Spartans. Right. You know, and it's like I've talked to Jesse about this. I have a goal. I finish everyone I start. Mm-hmm. And I help others to make sure they finish everyone they start. Absolutely. But it's starting to get to a point for me where sometimes that's not enough. I want to be able to go out there and do it good. Right. You know, maybe not time. Time still isn't a big thing to me. I don't care about the time. I would rather take the 13 hours Mm -hmm. and make sure my friend finished Mm -hmm. than to finish in two. But it's nice to be able to to see how you can do. That I could, you know. And for me, Vegas, which I did last weekend, is using my gauge. Mm -hmm. How did I do over the winter on training myself? Mm -hmm. Well, I screwed it up bad because Vegas did not go well. No. But part of that, you know... By the time I finished, felt like someone was sitting on my chest. I don't know if I was actually getting sick or not, but you know, and it was just kind of one of well, those. Well, Amber was sick too, Amber, yeah, so Amber there's that possibility. Too, so there was that possibility, but when it came to racing Sunday, I'm like, I really don't need the sprint. And there was another friend, Randy, was down there, and Randy's like, "Well, is there still stuff to sign up for? You know, whatever." And I'm like, "Dude, here, just you're Mike James today. Go have fun." You know, oh, go, that's awesome, though. So you know, it's like I'm not going to use it. You just go ahead and use it and go have fun. Don't mm-hmm. worry about you know. Don't worry about the money. Just go have a blast. You know, and that's the kind of stuff I like in our community. Yeah. You see stuff like that all the time. People do that all the time. That's how I raced Portland, not last year, obviously, but the year before. I was coming up to it, and I had used all my money to pay for Hawaii, which was the weekend after. And I was like, shoot. A fun trip, yeah. I do not. Yeah, that was amazing. Hawaii was amazing. <laughs> it's just, I base all of my experiences on that now. <laughs> But, like, I, I just put on the – I put on our Beast page, you know, like, hey, if anybody has a code, I can buy it from you. And um, one of our wonderful women, JC, mm-hmm. she um, she was like, hey, just run – I would have been running for somebody, so here, you can have my code and just run it for them. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, yeah. like, I can't believe that this has happened. Or that might have actually been another race. It's happened a couple times to me. Yeah. yeah. Jeff's given me a couple, too, before hey. we were even dating. <laughs> and that's what's – that's what's great about our community. Yeah. You know, we have that whole thing that we will just, you know, mm-hmm. if someone's, I would rather see a friend run and enjoy their experience mm-hmm. and have a blast yeah. Yeah. than to be able to have that code for later. Yeah. The OCR you know? community is, is amazing. I've, um, I've had a buddy lose his, his very first race. He lost his phone and his wallet 
and um, was it Phoenix? And he drove all the way back to LA, and somebody found it, and they drove it to him. Wow, that's amazing. You know, like two days later, yeah, they just went through it and they found the information on there, and they threw his wall. And they're like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I got family out in California. That's I'm just so gonna cool. Come and bring it to you. And this guy was, um, he was older, you know, almost 70 years old, and ran. he loved these Spartan races. Yeah. His, uh, Albert Leon is his name. Yeah. And um, he was super excited because he takes forever to do these races, but he loves taking the pictures of everybody. Yeah. And it was just, didn't they didn't know each other. It was just another person from the OCR community mm-hmm. went out of their way to help somebody else. That's amazing. And I just, you know, there's, there's always one person in the group that just is a little, you know, in left field. But mm-hmm. for the most part, everybody is like, it's a healthy mindset. And the sport of OCR to me is like, you know, the reject kids that weren't good at sports in school. Yeah. We now have, and I say we because I was one of them, yep. mm-hmm. and I still am. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, we now have a sport that we can all participate in, you know, and it doesn't matter where we're at in life or our fitness or anything. And if like we're screwed up in the head, it doesn't matter either. You fit in even better. Totally. You know, and, and you have fun. The, yeah. the reject kids now have their own place, and it's cool, man. Not to call y'all rejects, but hey, welcome. Hey, no, no, we're no, all it, together. It, you know, the shoe fits. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's what makes us all uniquely special. You know. Well, that's what's great about the OCR community is, like you said, I mean, it's like Vegas. Yeah. Like I said, usually Vegas is one that I travel to, and usually none of the beasts are. I'll yeah. run with the Warrior State of Mind usually when I'm there, but I still don't run with them. It's like I really I end up running on my by myself. Yeah, but you never really run by yourself yeah. in Spartan. You know, it's like this weekend. I mean, I kept there was one group that I kept. I'd pass them, they'd pass me. I'd pass them, they'd pass me. But usually, at the obstacles is where we'd meet up mm-hmm. and we'd get to a wall. They were having problems. I'd help them over the wall. They'd help me over the wall. Right. You know, and we helped each other the whole way through the race. And I can tell you right now, I have no idea what their names are. Yeah, you don't need. You to. could probably point them out in a crowd, though. Yeah, I could point. Them I out have in a that. Crowd. I can't you know, remember people's names. And everyone's cheering each other on. Mm-hmm. And once we finished the race, it was a whole bunch of us that were right, right by each other, like most of the race. They were, you know, giving each other hugs and high fives, saying, you did it, great job. Yeah. And, right. But That's we've fantastic. never met and we'll, may never meet again. But for those couple hours on that Spartan race, we were family. Right. Totally. And and you know, it's amazing. Like, we all run races for different reasons, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I personally run it because I, I've had a, um, a shady background, won't get into details. But I run it for therapy. Yeah. And it's my yeah. form of therapy. Like, I'll go, like, usually I'll do a second lap to go and hang out and help people around, you know. But yeah. I run that first lap for me. And I know everybody, like, I, I personally don't pay attention to anybody. Mm-hmm. for Maybe for a second if you're struggling over that wall and I'm flying over it too, I will help you out. Mm-hmm. But I run it for me. It's my piece. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've done so many races because it gives me inner peace. It's mm-hmm. my therapy. I leave everything that I show up with on the course and when I leave there, I, I find, I feel contentment, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that are like me. Mm-hmm. And I tell people that when I run these races, it allows me to be primitive. I no longer have the social confines, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't have to act a certain way. I don't speak a certain way. Yeah. Nobody has to know my, about my past or what I'm doing in the future. The fact is that I can just go back to my DNA yep. and become a heathen again and run this freaking race as hard as I possibly can. Yeah. And if I'm barking, which I do a lot when I do these races, so if you're at a race and you see this guy fly past you barking. Yeah, that's Jesse. I, <laughs> yeah, I curse at myself too, but, you know, there's a whole bunch of different reasons why people do these races, and they get there's a whole bunch of stuff that we get away from it. There is, and, and that's one thing that I really love about this community is, I mean, it surprises me to see how much it's changed some people. I mean, it's like Elise, I'll be honest. If you would have told me, 
that she used to be 60 pounds bigger and a smoker, I would have laughed at you. Yeah. There's no way. A lot of people you say know. that. <laughs> um, there's so many others. I, I've met others that used to be complete raging alcoholics. Mm -hmm. And you're looking at them going, how? Yeah. Right. You know, and that's what's amazing is this this sport changes people yep. yeah. you get into it and you start it changes your lifestyle and a lot of people say like you know being a Spartan isn't running a Spartan race it's a lifestyle Absolutely. once Completely. you really get into it and really it becomes a lifestyle it changes who you are and everything else I mean I'll be honest one of the reasons why I probably left the job I just did to go to another is because I didn't like the way I had to think and it changed it didn't fit my Spartan lifestyle mm-hmm so I wanted a job that was more helpful and helping people that fit being a Spartan and my idea of being a Spartan. So Well, it teaches you how to be ethical and how to be honorable. It does. On, on average. You know, we yeah. do have those select few people who come in and it's they, they might not always embody the entirety of what we're trying to accomplish, but they run their own race and we mm -hmm. run our own race and everybody gets their own experience. But overall, the biggest thing I've learned from it is be honorable, be honest, yep. um, you know, and be true to yourself. I mean, I just remember I'm in Hawaii and I've literally have like a smidgen of time left to get over the finish line to start the sprint. Yep. And Brandon and I are going through and we can't get up the rope climb because it's massive. The ropes are slipping oh, yeah, big, and yeah. we're dropping down and doing burpees. And we've got people that we know who are going through and they're not doing their burpees. They're like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to go because I'm not going to make the time hack. And we looked at each other and we were like, no, it doesn't matter. We're doing all 30 of these freaking things and if we don't make it at least we know that we did every rep we were supposed to it's like they say integrity is what you do when no one's looking yeah and i mean that's the one thing that's you know and it gives a whole thing of you know team and everything that yeah hawaii yeah because the one thing a lot of people in that hawaii don't know is elise and brandon were with me on yeah the super and there came to a point where you could hear the the festival and yeah. the announcer and the announcer said you've got 30 minutes till the final sprint race and I looked at them all and I'm like you need to go yeah we now. still had a lot to cover and they were like well we don't want to leave you and I'm like I will finish this race with or without you so you need to go if you're doing the sprint and leave now mm -hmm. and I had to force them yeah it was really hard to leave me and I'm like just go you know but you I'm reach like, a point where I'm like oh you would have been mad at me if I'd stayed then too yeah you know yeah, because you wanted me to be able to embody the entire experience I was going for. Yeah, and that yeah. was it. And I'm in my mind, I'm just thinking, I, if I they don't leave now, they're going to miss the sprint. And they're right. going to miss the sprint because they decided to wait for me. And they gave you the opportunity to fight through your own battle. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like a lot of the times we try to look for help for every for like all kinds of things in mm -hmm. life, and we're like we can't do this because I don't have anybody to help me or I don't know anybody to do yeah. it or anything. Right. Just like a lot of people don't show up at races mm -hmm. or training events because mm -hmm. they don't have anybody in their friend in their yeah. friend circle. Yeah. Or community that wants to do it either like you had to go through that on your own and mm -hmm. that and I did exactly and that was just it I mean a lot of people you know I, I had a great team with me that year and with the foot the way it was because that was the year that I had my foot in a boot mm -hmm. while I tried doing all those races is it was changed kind of my thoughts a little bit once all of a sudden I was trying to do some of that stuff alone and you have yeah. no idea how some of those like even the volunteers look at me like what are you doing yeah and I'm like, the doctor said it's okay. I'm going for it. <laughs> you know, it's like I've always told everyone the story of, like, uh, the Atlas balls. They actually weren't even balls, but, yeah, the Atlas carry in, in mm -hmm. Hawaii. I went up and picked it up, and I just kind of looked at him like, is it okay if I skip the burpees? Yeah. Just because it's really, I, it's hard to do the burpees with the boot. The guy's like, yeah, that's fine. And I walked up, and I went to the other side, set it down, and I picked it back up, started walking again. And some other guy comes around the corner just looks like he's been hit by a truck yeah this guy looked like horrible and he saw me with the boot and he's like 
Well, guess I have no effing excuse. <laughs> guess I better do this. <laughs> guess I better do this. I was thinking of skipping it, but yeah, I guess yeah. I have no excuse. So, it, it, and it's just stuff like that that you see. And I mean, you see people. There's the the gentleman Casey, who's you know got no legs. Mm-hmm. That you right. See out yeah. there. Yeah. What about all the vets that show up? Oh, yeah. Wounded was it wounded warriors? warriors. Yeah. And I mean, you see these With guys their and amputees and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's the thing. We you think see, we got problems. Yeah. yeah. You see the say the the Spartan memes all the time that says what's your excuse yeah. and every time I see those I think of the guys like Casey and these guys with no arms or you know that have been hurt wounded warriors that may not even be a physical ailment but something mentally mm-hmm. that you know from from defending our country and they're out there doing this yeah. and it just makes me think what is your excuse mm-hmm. if you can top their excuse I might listen to it but other than that no yeah. yeah, you know, and that's like the free races I get. I get all the time. I get friends that are like, "Oh, I want to do that, but it's too expensive." Here's a free race code. What's your next excuse? Come yeah. on, right? What can we do now? Just you get out there and show was? up. Year of no excuses. The year of no excuses. That's, yeah. that's my year. Yeah, yeah, that's my year for this year. Is the year of no year, excuses. Year of no excuses. I like it. Yep. Well, so. and to wrap me up, yep. if you want to find me and you have questions about being an athlete or being fit with, um, you know restrictions and having to scale things and it's like oh well, I can't I feel like I can't do everything to the to the max or you know to absolute like how it's prescribed and how you're supposed to there's always a way to scale it you can come talk to me um, I'm going to be trying to put together some recovery workshops where I teach about foam rolling and teach about stretching and um, how to properly warm up and cool down before and after workouts um, as well as some just general park workouts into the summer so look for my stuff on that um, I've had a couple people ask me recently like hey when's the next workout and I was like oh I don't really know but I'll get it together soon maybe <laughs> absolutely so just look for it because otherwise i'm just i'm kind of hanging with jesse you know what i mean for the for the 17th that's the first one i'm doing it's the first one i've done in a while so yeah, yeah. what else you got what do you got in closing yeah jesse? tell us about wco and jesse now oh there's a lot to tell um i don't know if we got time for all that today how did wco start with an idea and a vision there you and go. Eight, eight foot wall and um i think i have that eight foot wall at my house <laughs> <laughs> yep yep yeah but um, <laughs> well, it started with uh, basically that an idea and a vision and a lack of knowledge of how to run a business, and that was all I had was a vision. And here I am, what two, three years, three, year, yeah, two, two. two well, this years. is the second year of WCO, right? Yeah. So but you were doing later. stuff, with so this is the third year of stuff you were doing, yeah, total. Yep. So three years later, and now you're, you, you've learned a lot? Oh, I've learned a lot from a lot of amazing people. Um, but really, it's all about everybody else. That's all it is. You know, if you don't have the information, you find the people that do and inspire them, and they'll teach you. Mm-hmm. People always want to tell you about the things that they're good at. And if that's what you want, need to know, go find the people that are good at it. Yeah. Very good. There's nothing we none of us can do. I don't do anything special that anybody else can't do. It's just I'm driven to do it. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think awesome. the best part about what you have created is that you haven't made it about you in any way. You've created this brand and you've created this community where, like, people have to kind of do their research about the community to figure out that it started with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when we're at these events and and when you are putting out information about these events to try to you know just let people know that we're out there. It's not, hey, I'm Jesse, come see me. It's, hey, here's some fun stuff to do. You should come over. Yeah. Because it's really fun. Um, and that's, I think, it's the biggest part. Done. 
Yeah. Because it's not about me, honestly. I mean, without other people, and I know there's other people out there like me, mm-hmm. and those are the people that I'm trying to reach, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it did a lot of positive things for me. Yeah. You know, so... There's a, there's a, I got a big story, and if somebody wants to hear it, um, please pull me aside and we can talk. I got. I know there's a lot of people out there that went through a lot of the same things, and if you're fighting through them, I can help you. Yeah. You really can. You create a platform for people to push themselves safely and in an environment full of people who are just like them. Yep. I mean, just, yep. I've seen so many people at your events come together who have never, like, I've asked them at the end, so how long have you guys known each other? And they're like, oh, we just met today. But they look like the best of friends because they've been given this outlet to express themselves fully and, like, to be able to explore themselves, too, and see, you know, what am I made of? What am I capable of? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 awesome. I it love is. it. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully we'll see everybody out there on the 17th. Yeah. The 17th at what time? Uh, 11.30 at West Crest Park in West, West Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you are a strong, burly person, and I won't say man or woman because you can be both... Um, you don't have to be burly either. Burly, sorry. If you, are, you don't have to be strong. You if, just have to be willing to help. If you're a particularly helpful person, <laughs> let me backtrack. Ee, 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 you know, backpedal. Um, <laughs> if you're a particularly helpful person, get in contact with um, Jesse or even myself, and we can talk about um, how you can help with setup or takedown. Because yep. um, that would be really great. Um, tons any, of work. Tons of, it is a lot of work. And, I mean, we've been out there where there's very few people to put it together and make it happen. But it's always nice to have people that are willing to lend a helping hand. Yep. So. But we will start the workout promptly at 11.30. So, um, oh, and if you're a trainer, too. If yeah. there's trainers out there that are aspiring trainers that want to get experience running a crowd mm-hmm. of people with obstacles and stuff, please contact us. It is a fantastic experience. I mean, it's challenging in its own regard, but it is so so much fun. And if you've never you know, run a workout full of a bunch of people and you're terrified of it, come. Absolutely. Check so, it out. Have fun. What's holding you back? Aside no from excuses. fear, you know what I mean? Nothing. Yeah, the year Mike of no excuses. Mike said a year of no excuses. No excuses, that's it. It's the year of no excuses. Now yeah. is your time. Beautiful. All right. All right, thank you, Mike. Thank you, guys. This was fun. Yeah, well, thank you, Mike. We look forward to a lot more events together and a lot more just, you know, information out there and helping as many people as possible. Right. Yep. And Apparently it's time to eat Mike again. This, uh, <laughs> this BeastNet. Um, yeah, totally. How do we find BeastNet? Uh, BeastNet is on Podomatic, it's on Stitcher, mm-hmm. Google Play, and iTunes. Right. Mm-hmm. The, links, all of the links to this episode will be on, um, on West Facebook Coast, and West, West Coast, Coast Obstacles yeah, website. West Coast Obstacles. Every part of our social media yep. will be on mine, this. Jesse's, yep. Elisa's, uh, be on the, the Beast OCR page. Yes. Um, yeah. It'll be everywhere. So And together we're going to try and we're gonna spread um, the BeastNet and make it grow. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be huge. So. Yeah. There's some big things coming in BeastNet in the next month or so that watch for. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Sweet. Perfect. We'll see you on the 17th. See you then. Woohoo. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastOCR.com.